everybody and welcome to another episode of Magic with Zuby. My name is Zuby and if you are brand new to this show, this show is all about a little known card game called Magic the Gathering where I like to come on here and just talk about a little card game called Magic the Gathering. In case you didn't know, this is about Magic the Gathering, a card game. So, um, anyways... You can find this show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. As you can see here, if you're watching the YouTube video, I'm doing more YouTube videos now, or at least YouTube videos of this podcast. I've got this sweet headband here because I fucking love it. It's actually my wife's headband, but you people in audio land can't see it or anything, but it's like this rainbow-colored headband, and I've just sort of commandeered it because, I don't know, I like it, and I like wearing it, especially when I stream or... Um, as I'm doing the podcast videos here, because screw it, why not? Um, so yeah, uh, Magic Wazoobies, all Magic Wazoobies, Magic Wazoobi can also be found on Facebook at facebook.com slash Magic on Twitter at Magic on Instagram at magic underscore with underscore Zuby. You can email me at gmail at mtgzuby at gmail.com for any questions or anything, or if you just want to make fun of me or yell at me or tell me how terrible I am, you know, hey, I kind of like that. Um, but anyways uh let's see uh i'm still trying to try and i'm not exactly scheduled for grand prix atlanta yet but i'm trying to make it up there uh it's probably about a 90 percent chance of me going up there and hopefully i have a better experience than i did with orlando like i talked about in last week's episode um so if i do go i'm scheduled to be up there from november 2nd through the 4th and then that is about it. Uh, Magic Wazoobie is sponsored by the following, LegitMTG.com. Uh, you can order any Magic singles or sealed product and get free shipping for any order over $2 or more within the United States. And ManaTraders.com. If you're tired of buying singles in order to play events on Magic Online, ManaTraders allows you to rent any cards and decks you want for a monthly price. Be sure to check them out and use coupon code MTGZUBI on checkout and get 15% off your first three months. That's MTGZUBI at checkout. M-T-G-Z-U-B-Y. All right. So this week we are going to be talking about the Guilds of Ravnica mechanics, a little sneak peek of it, some Guilds of Ravnica um, preview cards that have leaked out, and then we are going to be discussing um, just some more magic in general, um, just some other stuff I've been doing as well in terms of magic. So, all right, so let's listen to one more ad and get on with it here. Man, I wish there were others who liked retro video games like me. Did I hear someone say retro video games? I heard it too, Matt. Well, if you're a fan of retro video games as well as gaming in general, you need to listen to the VCR Gaming Podcast. It's available on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Oh god, my house! So this past week, Wizards has announced, um, by the time this episode is going to come out, there's going to be more preview cards for Guilds of Ravnica coming out, but I'm doing this on Monday Labor Day because I know this next few days, 
I'm going to be extremely busy with work, so I figured let me record this now and get it done with. So I apologize if I'm not going to get any awesome preview cards that are coming out. And I'm still kind of hoping I get a preview card of my own for Guilds of Ravnica. I haven't heard anything back. Maybe I'm a little bit too late. I don't know. If I don't get one, nah, whatever. Um, but if I do, cool. You'll definitely hear it first on this podcast. And I'll put it up on YouTube as well. So we are going to get into the mechanics of Guilds of Ravnica. GRN. I'm not really crazy about that acronym to be honest GRN it just it feels weird with Ravnica because the first Ravnica acronym is RAV and then return to Ravnica was RTR and now we're going you'd think maybe it'd be another R beginning but now it's GRN it, it, you kind of ruin it. it you could have had I don't know ravishingly Ravnica or something and so you could have R in the beginning of the acronym I don't like this GRN to be honest I mean I know I'm going to get used to it but it kind of kind of ruins the flow of it. You know what I mean? I mean, I know with Innistrad and Shadows over Innistrad, it's I and then S. But I don't, this G, it kind of throws me off. I don't know what I'm talking about here anymore. Oh, excuse me. But anyways, um, <coughs> excuse me. Oh, I don't know what just happened. <coughs> I'm dying here. Um, am I going to edit this out? No. Uh, GRN Mechanics Sneak Peek. So there's only going to be five guilds in Ravnica, or guilds of Ravnica that they're showcasing. Demir, is it? Um, Selesnia, or Selesna, Selesnia, uh, I don't know. How the hell do you say it? Selesnia, that's how I've always pronounced it. Uh, Boros and Simic. Um, yeah, Simic, right? And Simic is the other one that they're showcasing. Am I correct? Or no, no, it's Golgari. I think I don't think it's Simic this time around. Yeah, because they're doing Boros, is it Demir, Golgari, and Selesnia? Yeah, sorry, not Simic, because I had to look at the Shocklands that they're reprinting. Oh, yeah, they're reprinting Shocklands. I'll get into that um, a little bit later after we talk about mechanics here. So the mechanics that of the years, there's only one mechanic that is making a comeback out of the five here, and that's Convoke. And Convoke is the Golgari mechanic here. And oh wait no 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 convoke would be the I guess that'd be Selesnia mechanic yeah 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 I apologize again because I'm so good at this game and I I definitely prepare ahead of time for this podcast as you can clearly tell so convoke would be the Selesnia mechanic I it's green and both Golgari and Selesnia have green in it so when I think of convoke I immediately think of green and my first thought was Golgari okay Blah, whatever. So Convoke, if you don't remember, allows you to tap creatures to help pay for spells. As we saw last week when they announced that um, that sixteen sixteen worm, that worm had Convoke. And the English name of that worm is Impervious Great Worm. Not that Kugelschreiber Krakenwagen that I was trying to say last week, as my German is impeccable. Um, so Convoke is coming back. I don't mind that. I hope we see some good spells with Convoke out there. I mean, the only one we know of right now would be Impervious Great Worm, and the only other one I think they've announced at this at the time of this recording is Conclave Tribunal, which is three and a white enchantment with Convoke. When Conclave Tribunal enters the battlefield, exile target non-land permanent and opponent controls until Conclave Tribunal leaves the battlefield. So essentially, it's the replacement for Cast Out, but no Flash, but it has Convoke. It's not as good as Cast Out, and Cast Out had the cycle as well. So it's our Cast Out replacement, 
for um, standard here. So I'm kind of glad to see Convoke again. It do, it does have some cool spells. Maybe there will be some Quarter Calling. Quarter Calling had Convoke, right? Am I going crazy here? Uh, Quarter Calling did have Convoke. Ooh, how awesome. Quarter Calling, if that was to be reprinted again. It, I don't see why it wouldn't be reprinted again in standard. It's not like Quarter Calling broke standard last time during M15. I, I can't remember anything i mean i know when i was playing black green elves in standard when shaman of the pack got printed out i mean i know i played quarter calling then but and collected company but it didn't it feel like it didn't break it so i don't see why they would they couldn't reprint convoke maybe it will maybe they will throughout the three ravnica sets who knows but i doubt it though um next we've got the boros mechanic here uh, mentor mentors teach their understudies to be better and stronger when a creature with mentor attacks you put a 1-1 counter on an attacking creature with less power so it's almost kind of a i don't, I don't want to say evolve type mechanic but when the creature of mentor attacks you put a 1-1 counter on an attacking creature with less power that's not too bad actually with that new um mentor goblin to get reprint or not reprinted i say reprinted because it's basically a goblin rabble master with almost a better upside in a sense um so legion war boss is two and a red goblin soldier with mentor it's a two two at the beginning of combat on your turn create a one one red goblin creature token that token gains haste until end of turn and attacks this combat if able so the biggest difference between that and gobble rabble master is rabble master with all goblins have to attack um, other goblin creatures you control attack each turn if able reads goblin rabble master and at the beginning of combat on your turn create a one one red goblin creature token with haste and whenever goblin rabble master attacks it gets plus one plus one to lend a turn for each other attacking goblin so I know when when I think about Rabble Master, if I'm going to be playing mono red goblins, I'm going to want to be swinging every turn anyway because it's going to be a fast aggro deck and I just want to burn you down as much as I can. Now, Legion Warboss almost seems to be a fixed goblin Rabble Master to where you don't have to attack and that may be better in some situations where maybe if you're playing mono red versus mono red and you don't want to swing in because they can kill you on the swing back. Um, I do like this Legion War Boss. It does seem to be able to maybe make Mono Red still a thing come rotation. I mean, Goblins can definitely be a thing. We don't know what other Goblins are going to be printed in this set, but just going off this, we've got Legion War Boss. We've got Goblin Instigator. We've got um, um, Goblin Chain Whirler. you got Goblin Trash Master from M19. you got Goblin War Chief in M19 as well. We've got a, oh my gosh, what's that one one drop? The Fanatical Frenzy, is it? Is it Fanatical Frenzy that I'm thinking of? Fanatical Firebrand, not Fanatical Frenzy. So Fanatical Firebrand from Rivals of Ixalan, the Goblin Pyre, a 1-1 one, one with haste, and then you can tap it to sack and deal one damage to target creature or player. That, may, that will surprise you. That's better than you think. Um, that has helped me win games before in standard, that one little damage. Um, so I can definitely see mono red goblins being a thing because there's a lot of support for goblins right now, goblin tribal in standard come rotation. And plus it'd be a super cheap deck as well too. I know goblin chain whirler has gone down, um, you know, and we, we, we're still going to have lightning strike and are we still going to have shock is shock staying in? 
is it shock 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 shocker shock uh m19 yes so yes shock is staying as well so mono red will probably be an early front runner come ravnica depend really depending on what else is printed in ravnica as well for red but i can definitely see that right away just with legion war boss printed that yeah it can definitely be a thing and i mean but you know so that's mentor mentor is the boros mechanic and it seems pretty cool uh, were there any other mentor cards they showed uh yes they showed boros challenger which is a red and a white human soldier uncommon two three with mentor you can pay two red and a white boros challenger gets plus one plus one until end of turn uh, you know not too bad so i mean i can see that being a decent you know limited card especially so that so that's the Boris mechanic. Uh, went a little bit longer than I thought on it. Surveil, surveil, is probably the one I'm really excited about. Uh, surveil and is its mechanic as well too. So surveil reads: Demir spies are everywhere, including looking at the top of your deck. Surveil is like scribe, and instead of putting cards on the bottom of your library, they go to your graveyard. So graveyard matters. Decks may be a thing coming Guilds of Ravnica here. Um, and I kind of like this better. I mean, technically, it's pretty much the same as Scry, except you put it in your graveyard if you don't want it. And that can be a very big thing for you, especially with decks where graveyard matters. So my modern Grixis Delver deck, for instance, I want things in my graveyard sometimes, not only for um, um Delve and Snapcaster Mage, but sometimes I need, well, mainly for Snapcaster Mage, I want things in my graveyard so I can be like, okay, I want to play this on the snapback. Um, and what we don't know exactly what other cards are being printed yet, so I'm really excited to see where Surveil, Surveil is going to make a difference here. Um, trying to think, so far, the only other cards that they've mentioned with Surveil is Thought Erasure, which is a blue and a black sorcery target creature or target creature a target opponent reveals their hand you choose an online card from it that player discards that card surveil one um so you know a decent little duress type card uh, then we've got sinister sabotage which is one in double blue instant counter target spell uh surveil one as well uh, so very 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 similar to dissolve but instead of scry it's surveil I can see that being really decent with control. Like I said, if we have cards that can get stuff back from the graveyard, we don't know what else there will be at this time yet if, if, to anything to play off that surveil. So I'm pretty excited about that, and I hope there's some modern playable modern playable surveil cards to where maybe I can spice up my Grixis Delver deck. Uh, next, we've got the Is It Jumpstart. You can cast instants and sorceries with Jumpstart from your graveyard. Ooh, that plays really nicely with Surveil. Just discard a card, pay the mana, and exile the card, and you've jumpstarted a formerly used spell. So that is really, really cool. Um, this can play in extremely nice with um, Grixis Delver, my modern Grixis Delver. So if there's a really good card in the graveyard would jumpstart I don't mind discarding a card and paying the mana because I may discard a lightning bolt for instance and then I'm just going to next turn snap back that lightning bolt with snapcaster and maybe jumpstart there's a jumpstart burn card that's similar to lightning bolt or lightning strike as well or or something even better what jumpstart cards have they announced so far they've got 
Uh, they've only announced one so far at the time of this recording. I, I need to reiterate again. We've got Quasi-Duplicate, which is one and double blue sorcery. Create a token that's a copy of target creature you control. Jumpstart. So... It, that, that is a bit slow and not the greatest effect I'd want to do. Maybe in this coming standard, that may be really good. But right now, that's the only jumpstart card there. And we don't know exactly if it's going to be good or not. I can see it being definitely good in limited. In limited, that's going to be pretty damn good. Especially if there's some burn with jumpstart there. You're going to always want to draft something like that. Like I said, especially with surveil and jumpstart, if... I'm hoping there's some sort of Grixis control type deck out there that uses those mechanics because oh, that'll just make things ridiculous at that point. So that is the is it mechanic jumpstart. And the last one, the Golgari one, is called Undergrowth. Undergrowth abilities care about the number of dead creatures in your graveyard, just like the Golgari use the dead to make themselves stronger. So are there any Undergrowth cards right now? There's only one announced so far. And that's called Necrotic Wound. It's one black instant. Undergrowth target creature gets neg X, neg X until end of turn, where X is the number of creature cards in your graveyard. If that creature would die this turn, exile it instead. I mean, it's very, very, very conditional. And in limited, you're hoping you don't have that many dead creatures in your graveyard. Um, maybe in standard, this might be decent. But right off the bat, I'm kind of like... Uh, I'm not liking this, but I can't make an exact um, prediction or of how good this card is going to be until we see more of the set. It's interesting. I like how Undergrowth, where dead creatures matter in your graveyard, but I'm definitely not that excited about it compared to Jumpstart and Surveil. Um, now, Surveil and Undergrowth, that can definitely help. It'll help you put creatures in your graveyard if you need to. Just for the time being, you put some zombies in your graveyard. Okay, you play an Undergrowth card where something matters like Necrotic Wounds. And then, oh, hey, you're going to play Gravedigger and get your creatures back from your graveyard. Okay, cool. I can see that being useful at that time. But, so those are the five mechanics so far mentioned in Guilds of Ravnica I, I, those are probably the only mechanics that they're really going to have It's the they're only doing 5 guilds this time it's, and once again that's Convoke which is the Selesnia mechanic there's Mentor the Boros one Surveil which is the Demir one Jumpstart the Izzet one and Undergrowth for Golgari so I already went over some cards that were spoiled in Guilds of Ravnica already so let's go over some of the I guess we can go over some of the other ones that were spelled. I went over, went over uh, Legion Warboss already. So let's go over Ral Is It Viceroy, the Planeswalker, and Underrealm Lich as well. Because those are the other ones. I guess before we get into that, I guess I'll mention the Shocklands have been reprinted again. Um, they, they've only done five Shocklands so far, and I'm sure the other five are going to be in the next set. I forget the name of the next set off the top of my head, and that's going to be releasing in the winter. So so they're reprinting just in this set, Sacred Foundry, Steam Vents, Watery Grave, Overgrown Tomb, and Temple Garden. The Sacred Foundry, uh, you know, I'm glad they're reprinting Shocklands. I have to be honest, I really thought they weren't going to reprint it, reprint them. I really, really thought that they were going to try to do something new, and I was almost kind of hoping they were going to do something new, you know? Not that I, I already have a playset of all the Shocklands anyway. Um, they're all in various EDH and modern decks right now. But 
I'll gladly take more shock lens because I'm working on that 32 color challenge for EDH and shock lens are going to be very, very valuable, especially when going through that. And hey, if the shock lens go down in price and they're cheaper, like five to six bucks a pop, I'll gladly take more. Um, I have no idea what I want to play this coming standard. I really can't make that choice until we get all of Guilds of Ravnica spoiled. But I am glad we're going to have these. So the lands we're going to have are going to be all 10 check lands and now shock lands as well in standard two. Now, last time shock lands were in standard, um, what was the mana? It was the check lands again because uh, Innistrad had check lands. And M13 had check lands too, right? It was the... I want to say they did, didn't they? No, 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 no. It wasn't the... Oh my gosh, why am I... Was it Black Cleave Cliffs? No, 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 that's Scars of Mirrodin. No, 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 those are fast lands. Oh my gosh, why am I drawing a blank? Glacial Fortress is another check land. Yeah, so M13 had... So M13 in Estrad and then Return to Ravnica had check lands and shock lands. So it's actually going to be going back to that. Those lands, so that's going to be cool. Um, so... It's going to be some nice lands there. We're going to have some pretty good mana, but it's not going to be broken mana because we don't have fetchable lands right now. We don't have any way of fetching these shock lands or the um, the check lands or anything like that. So it's not going to be broken cons of Tarkir to battle for Zendikar standard. That was miserable. It was miserable and so expensive, and I've talked about that before on this podcast here. So I guess getting on to... Let's talk about... Uh, and under realm lich here it's three black and a green uh zombie elf shaman if you would draw a card it's a four three by the way if you would draw a card instead look at the top three cards of your library then put one into your hand and the rest into your graveyard i kind of like that it's brainstorm on a stick in a sense so if you would draw a card instead look at the top three cards of your library and then put one into your hand the rest in your graveyard i like that a lot now would I oh wait in the second part pay for life under realm lich gains indestructible and until end of turn tap it I hmm it's really interesting now in limited this kind of card would probably definitely be a pack one pick one because you're not just drawing one card every turn you're drawing three cards now you gotta be careful if you draw this too late in the game and it is one of those slow games going back and forth you know you may be milling yourself out pretty quickly but if you get this out pretty early in the game and you're drawing three cards digging through your deck and library and you have cards to be able to maybe have jump start or surveil or um other ways of getting those cards back into your hand you know this is not bad at all the paying the four life to make it indestructible you really have to make that choice of is it worth keeping this or is it worth just letting it die depending on what life you're at if if you're at five life you're most likely not going to want to get this unless you have a surefire way of winning the game or you believe you believe you do excuse me so definitely interesting card can this card is this card constructed playable i would like to think yes because digging through your deck and especially in a constructed environment where you have maybe more than one of these and more ways of getting stuff back into your hand or playing stuff from your graveyard. And if you were to go 
oh man, if you were to tie this in with surveil or jumpstart, if there are monocolor jumpstart cards like we saw with quasi duplicate, I don't see why not this would this could definitely be playable here. And it kind of makes me excited that I hope there's some good graveyard matters type decks. Now there are um, ways to hose the graveyard. We've got Ashes the Ab of the Abhorrent from was it Ixalan or Rivals of Ixalan to stop you from getting stuff out of your graveyard. So you know that'd be a good sideboard card against this kind of deck. But we'll just have to wait and see what else is going to be printed. So I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, definitely seems playable to me. Um, next, we've got the Ral. Is it Viceroy Planeswalker? Three blue and a red uh, with five loyalty. Uh, Ral Zarek again. His plus one is look at the top two cards of your library. Put one of them into your hand and the other into your graveyard. Once again, graveyard matters type uh, deal. Uh, his neg three Ral. Is it Viceroy? Deals damage to target creature equal to the total, total number of instant and sorcery cards you own in exile and in your graveyard. Ooh, so... Uh, Planeswalker where exile matters as well. So that's not too bad to get rid of a pesky creature. Uh, not as good as Chandra Torch of Defiance, but, you know, you may have a lot of cards in your graveyard or in exile. So that, not too bad there. His ultimate, Neg 8, you get an emblem with whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, this emblem deals four damage to any target and you draw two cards. Damn. That is pretty damn good, especially if you're doing a control type deck and that's your control finisher, like a control type burn. Ooh, man, can you imagine your opponent's playing something, you have that emblem out and you go to counter it, boom, you deal four damage to them as well and you draw two cards. Oh, that is really good. I can even see that being really good in EDH. Now, is this limited playable? Yes. If you open this up in a pack, pick it. Not only is it going to be worth some money, but it is going to be very good for you because drawing cards is always good. Even if you have to put one in your graveyard, you know, it's typical as it were you draw two cards and discard a card type deal. So, and the Nake 3 is not bad. The ultimate, if you can get there, it'll take four turns for you to get to that ultimate if you just keep doing the plus one. And, you know, you definitely want to be able to protect this. Now, this... Planeswalker does have a downside where it can protect itself with the Neg 3, but if you don't have anything in your graveyard, you're kind of screwed. So you'd be most likely plussing it. Now, this is not as good as Teferi because Teferi can protect itself with the untapping of the lands or putting it putting a permanent into um, you know, the back in the player's deck. So not as good, obviously, but it's still good enough. I can see this being constructed playable in the right kind of control type deck, maybe a control burn type deal, you know, but it, I mean, I'll be honest, I like this more than the other Ralzeric. The other Ralzeric, eh, it's okay. And even the other Ralzeric's ultimate, I'm not, I'm, I'm never a fan of the flipping for coins type abilities. I mean, maybe if I was playing some, you know, off the cheeky wall off the wall you know cheeky type edh deck where you know thieves auction and goblin game and stuff like that were coin flippage edh deck you know yeah i can see that but in but in regular magic i like i said when ral zarek first came out i was not excited about it but this new ral zarek pretty damn good I, i'm pretty excited about it um so those are really the cards i wanted to talk about for guilds of ravnica i mean 
as of this recording, there's a not a lot to talk about here. So I'm hoping with future episodes I can talk more. Now, I will say this. I think I've talked about this before on Twitter or other social medias, but I'm going to... I'm really going to try to do my damnedest. I don't know what will happen from here till when the set is completely spoiled. But I said that I am going to try to do my best to do a complete review of every single card in Guilds of Ravnica. What I am planning on doing that from the day the set is released, probably that weekend, I'm going to be talking about every card. I'm probably going to release, you know, five to six episodes that week on YouTube and on iTunes and, you know, Google Play and all that of talking about all the cards so one episode will be all the white cards then the blue cards etc and just sort of give my opinion on them and whether they're limited playable or constructed playable and then and then I'm going to try to do a new thing now now those episodes are going to come out pretty quickly after the fact after you know once I decompress from that because that's going to be a lot of talking a lot of work so after that what I want to try to do is go through all the cards again and with all my current EDH decks that I have, now I'm going to be building more, obviously, but the ones that I definitely play the most, I'm going to be making separate videos, and it's also going to be in episodes as well, too, talking about cards that can be included in certain EDH decks. Um, obviously, the decks I have right now, where is it? So I should know what the decks I have right now off the top of my head. So the decks I'm going to be talking about for EDH upgrades or EDH inclusions for decks, they're going to be Krufix, Omnath, Locus of Rage, Nekasar, Locus God, Cranko, Ghoulcaller, Gisa, Aloro, Azuri, Mono Green One, Avicen, the Indestructible One, Angel of Hope, uh, Edgar Markov, and Slimefoot. So I'm going to be doing separate segments and separate videos for each of those um, commanders for whenever a new set comes out. I'm going to try to do this for every new set. Now, I know with I said stuff like this before and I fail on it because my fucking depression and whatever else happens in my life, I just completely suck at following through with some shit. But I do want to do this because I am actually am excited to do this um, where I do a little segment or a little episode where we talk about, hey, so all these cards that came out in Guilds of Ravnica, these cards can be put in your crew fix, you know, God of Horizons deck and list off all the cards and talk about why they may be good um, and so on and so forth for each commander. So those will be episodes on the show and then separate YouTube videos as well for you all. And I'm pretty excited to do that. So that's going to be for Guilds of Ravnica. So once again, I'm going to try to do set reviews for the entire when it's all spoiled and then release them one at a time. Oh, man, that's not going to be fun. But I'm going to do it because I want to do it, and it sounds like fun, and I like talking, as you can tell. And then then I will be doing EDH inclusion or upgrades for each one, for each of the commanders that I play at least. I'm not going to do every single commander, hell no. I'm only going to be doing the ones that I play and I personally know pretty well. So, going on, Wizards mentioned something else. They're calling it... I think what are they calling it exact they're calling it mythic boxes that you can buy for $250 I got a problem with this all right so the the what's included with these mythic boxes are 16 packs of guilds of ravnica and then eight planeswalker packs I guess what they call them 
and these planeswalkers that they're printing they're full art planeswalker cards so far the ones that they've announced so far they're all planeswalkers we've seen there are no new ones except for ral is it viceroy uh the ones that they announced so far is elspeth knight errant teferi hero of dominaria ral is it viceroy liliana the last hope doretti ingenious iconoclast nickel bolus planeswalker and tezzeret angel agent of bolus so they're full art planeswalker cards that they're coming out with these mythic uh boxes i guess they're gonna call them and i really thought when they first mentioned these that they were gonna be masterpieces that you're gonna find in guilds of ravnica similar to the masterpieces found in kaladesh amonkhet and battle for zendikar right that's not the case instead they're gonna be selling a separate product for 250 dollars msrp by the way who knows what actual stores are gonna sell them for and yeah, so you're not going to have a chance to buy these in Guilds of Ravnica. These are for the rich folk out there, and I have no desire to buy one of these. And it kind of deflates my excitement for them. Now, they look really cool. Um, these are going to be super expensive, too, when they first come out. And I'm, I'm not happy about this. I don't know why Wizards is doing this. I mean, well... Actually, I shouldn't say that. I know why, because they want to make money, obviously, and they think this is a good idea. And I don't think it's a good idea. If you want to come out with this stuff, make make it masterpieces again. Don't be making a separate product. And you're only getting 16 packs. So you're getting 16 packs plus 8 packs, and you're getting less packs than you would in a normal box, which is 36 packs. If you're really going to do this kind of mythic box here, why not include 36 packs of Guilds of Ravnica plus the 8? You're already paying $150 more for this mythic box, and you're getting less packs overall. Granted, yeah, these we I don't know what the contents are going to be in these Planeswalker packs. Are they literally going to be when you open up, you get all the Planeswalkers in them? And you, maybe you get a chance for foil ones? Or are they going to be like standard showdown packs where they're going to be premium cards in there with a chance of a planeswalker in it you know there's not much other info we know right now of it but i'm not happy about it and i just have to show my dis dis displeasure of it and just make everyone understand that this is not a good idea i don't like it and you know if, if you like this good for you i mean that's not my jam at all and I'd love to get one of these, especially to the Deferi one. The Deferi one, I think, is the best-looking one here, uh, to be honest. The Elspeth one looks cool. I'm glad to see Elspeth back, and I really hope we go back to Theros. And, you know, I liked Theros, all right? Everybody can bitch and complain. I thought Theros was amazing. Born of the Gods. Oh, God, I hated that set. It was bad. I It wasn't the worst set ever, it just made the drafting environment so boring because Triple Theros was awesome. Journey into Nyx, I felt like made up for it. I really did enjoy Journey into Nyx. Um, but Triple Theros was definitely my jam when it came to Limited. Born of the Gods. I mean, what did that even add? That one stupid Bramaz cat, right? It did have it did have some of the god it did have some good gods in there. But yeah, Bramaz was in Born of the Gods, right? Yeah, I think it was. And I don't know. I just wasn't a fan of the drafting environment. And it didn't really add anything to standard at the time, too. Um, but anyways, that's neither here nor there. So 
these mythic boxes i'm not excited about it i think it's a bad idea way too expensive i mean come on unless you're guaranteed to get every single planeswalker and maybe more than one planeswalker more of than one of each planeswalker i can see as being a fair deal but this is a premium price for something that you know i, I don't know are they foil are they regular you know I, I need to know more and why why granted like i said i know not every product is going to be for me or for the average user and all that stuff but I don't know, I'd rather spend my money on a regular box of Guilds of Ravnica than spend my money on this because I don't I'd love to get some of these for EDH, but I'm I'm not going to go out of my way for them. Now, if they do happen to print some of them in regular boxes and it's a really rare chance, good good on you wizards and I appreciate that. If not, then this is going to be a busted product and I don't even see it selling that well, to be honest. I mean, maybe I'm completely wrong here. You know, hopefully I am. But you know what? Who knows? So that is my little tidbit for Guilds of Ravnica here. So what else has been going on? Um, I really hate Florida, especially the past few weeks. Um, I, I don't know if I don't think I've mentioned this at all in the podcast, but I feel like I'm in a war right now, okay? I'm in a war against spiders, okay? I'm sure I've said on social media, or I don't even know if I've said on the podcast before, but a few weeks ago, I had to cut, you know, some branches uh, and, and cut some shrubbery and all that stuff. And I, I've done it, you know, I do it about once a year, you know, because stuff gets overgrown and then you got to go and trim it down, you know, basic yard work maintenance type stuff. And I, I was, it was cutting it down and I was just noticing like, oh shit, spiders, you know, spider webs and a lot of spiders. So I'm like, okay, whatever, you know, spray, spray the, use the bug spray, spray them out and get them out of there. And I just keep trimming back because the, what I have is I have my fence and then I've got trees growing over the fence and I can't exactly just, it was so thick at that time because it had grown fast within a year and it was so thick that I had to start from the edge of it and just go forward because you know, I wouldn't be able to attack it from the side and just keep going. One, too many spiders, and two, it it would just take a lot longer and be harder. So I had to start from the front and just cut my way in. Um, so, like I said, I'd, I'd cut one end, I'd cut a little bit, kill some spiders. I'm like, okay, okay, I'm done. I'm I don't, I'm not really scared of spiders or anything, but but damn, when you're dealing with so many fucking spiders and shit, you start getting a little scared a little perturbed because you're like holy shit how many spiders are there i'd cut a row and kill all the spiders cut another row and be like oh shit there's more spiders all right kill them all cut another row more spiders and i'm like oh my gosh and then and then of course when i get to the last of the branches and all that stuff huge spider nests and all that stuff it's like the whole tree's infested with spiders and i'm like i'm ready to burn this place down i'm ready to burn it all down and then it really feels like this summer I've had to go around and just kill so many spider nests and it's, it's very unusual. And I do try to do a good job of trimming my trees and cutting down branches and all that stuff and just trying to maintain a decent yard. I mean, I'm not the best at it. I'll, I will admit I'm lazy as shit when it comes to a lot of it, but I try my best. Okay. But this year and especially my garage, it's been really bad with spiders and we got some pest control done about 
two months ago. And I feel like ever since we got that pest control done, I've seen more spiders and roaches in my house than ever before. And it's, it's getting to the point where I'm like, I want to burn my house down and not, you know, have to deal with any of this. It just makes me feel so gross. Um, and I know a lot of people, and even the bug guy says, you know, when I do this kind of stuff, you will be seeing more bugs because now they're having to get out of their hiding spaces and try to find other places. And that has been a hundred percent true. I've haven't seen this many bugs in my house since then. So it, it it's gross and I hate it. I, I, I can't stand it. I feel gross. I feel icky and you know, just, um, just last night, you know, my, my kids were screaming and I, I go and they're screaming that there's this big spider in the bathroom and sure enough, there's a spider just crawling on the wall. And I'm like, motherfucking, I'm sick of these motherfucking spiders in my motherfucking house. So I kill it and all that stuff. And and Jesus, even today, I was going to sweep up my garage because it's Labor Day and I was just sweeping up the garage a little bit because I had my grill in there and I was cleaning my grill. I haven't grilled in a few months. And so I had, thank God my grill wasn't infested with spiders or anything. But I go and lift up one of my um, tables, my fold out tables, because it's just been sitting on the ground there for a little while and I haven't used it in a few months. I go to lift it up and there's like all these spiders all over. I'm like, what the fuck? And so I had to freaking spray the table and kill off a bunch of spiders. And, and I, that reminds me of one year in summer. I will admit it was, what was it like two, three years ago, I think in our garage. And we, we were pretty lazy about cleaning out the garage that spring. And we kind of just left it. Um, I don't even remember why we did, but so it, it got pretty overgrown with boxes and just overall general clutter of just bullshit and we left it there and then I go out there one day and I remember just looking around and it was it was the, during the day and I see like all these spider webs all over all these boxes and plastic bins and you know all of our clothes and stuff I'm like what the fuck and I'm just thinking to myself I, I wasn't like I said I'm not scared of spiders but when you see that many you're just like okay I'm done. I'm done. So I just went on a killing spree that that day. And it's and since I did that, you know, the next couple years it wasn't that bad with spiders and all that. But this year, for some fucking reason, this year it's been bad again with spiders, and I don't know why. I'm and I feel like this year I've been more vigilant than ever going around and clearing out nests and killing them and spraying the house and getting pest control and trimming trees and trying to just get rid of them but they keep coming back and I don't know why and I'm not and I'm not a freaking slob at all you ask my wife and I'm I'm pretty pretty annoying because I hate trash anywhere if I see the slightest bit of trash on the floor I'm just like ah I, I mean I don't really free, I'm, I'm, I've gotten better I've gotten cooler about it but it's more like I don't like it and I will flip my shit if you know, my kids don't pick up after themselves. I mean, I make it sound more worse than it actually is, but it's, I, I hate trash. I hate dirtiness. Um, you know, mess when it comes to mess, like, I don't know, you know, like things aren't maybe stored properly or, you know, I've got some clutter on my desk. That's fine to me. But when it comes to like trash and leaving dishes out and all that stuff, it's like, nope, nope, don't get it out of here. So yeah, I, I've just been battling spiders lately and I don't know what the heck is going on. And I've, 
and especially this year, I've been more adamant of trying to... I feel like the more that I do with trying to clear them out, they're just coming back like tenfold. And it's getting to the point where I'm just like, fuck everything. And plus my cats, they'll go out in the garage. And of course, they like to bring in the dead spiders they killed and just leave them on the floor somewhere. I'm like, you motherfuckers, stop doing that. They like to show us their murder presence. They, I have found, especially coming in, you know, waking up the next morning, I found so many dead spiders in the kitchen, dead frogs, dead lizards, because they want to show us their murder presence because they're little murderers. And I'm just like, um, I'm done with these cats done. Um, I mean, I'm glad they're killing them and not bringing them in live, but it's like, come on cats, stop, stop it, please. I know you want to show us your presence, but come on. So that's, that's what I've been battling with lately. And, um, yeah, it's, it's not been fun. I mean, other other than that what else has been going on um oh speaking of spiders some more um i my dad took myself and my kids to a park the other day and we wanted to go there it's more of a nature park i mean they do have some swing sets and all that stuff and I've been to this park. I haven't been to this park um, in a long time, and you know it's really nice. It's got a really long walking trail, and it's got some nature trails. But my God, even that park infested with spiders. I don't know what's going on this year in Florida, but there were just spiders literally everywhere you look. There was even um, so they had two different kind of playgrounds there. One for you know the bigger kids, and then the one for the smaller kids. We. Zoe, my youngest one, wanted to go look at the smaller kids one because they had sort of a treehouse type thing or a or a tree fort or something. I go look over there and I see it's infested with spiders. There's spider eggs all over the rooftop and there's spider webs and and eggs all up and down the thing. And I'm like, nope. And I go and look at the little baby swing set they have. Spiders everywhere. I'm like. I'm like, oh my, fuck this shit. And so we're going around the walking trail and all that. And as we're walking by it, we're seeing ginormous banana spiders. All right, look at my hand here. If you're watching the video, I saw a banana spider, no lie, the size of my hand at one point. And I took pictures of it, but you can't see it because it's, I mean, it's hang, it's hanging suspended in a web and it's hard to see. But I'm just like, Jesus fucking Christ, there's so many there's spiders everywhere and granted i know it's a swamp and it's a wooded area and there's water and of course there's bound to be bugs and all that stuff i get it all right but i've been to this park before and i'm like i've never seen this these many bugs here or i mean these many spiders here and we were we tried to go down the like two or three of the nature trails you'd look at the very entrance of the nature trail like go down five feet and like oh there's a giant spider web with a banana spider in the middle of it. you're like nope fuck that and on all the trails like what the hell is going on? Not only is that park infested with spiders, but also my house is getting infested with spiders. Is this, is there some, like, are the spiders planning to take over? Is that what's going on? Yeah, I don't know. And I'm, I'm fucking sick of it, okay? I'm sick of all these motherfucking spiders. I feel like I'm going to talk more about that than actual magic right now, but that's just what I've been dealing with, okay? It's what I'm going through right now, and I need to share it to you, because what do I do? I'm, at, I'm reaching out to my audience here. What do I do with all these spiders? Pest control is not working. Destroying their nest and keeping them at bay and killing them and even having my cats murderize them is not working. They keep coming back. Do I just burn my house down? Burn all the 
the trees and the grass and the shrubbery down by me because I am I am having pest control spray over there too but it's like hey it's not working you know I mean hell I've, I've been finding nests like I found a nest today like right outside my garage that I've never seen a spider nest there and I'm like I fucking tore it down the, I even found a spider nest starting to be formed in one of my trash cans one of my trash cans what the fuck <sighs> I'm sorry about this guys I'm, I'm going a little crazy here about it but anyways so I guess that's the episode we're gonna end it on that just me rambling about spiders and you know uh, talking about girls of Ravnica so yeah if you want to um, check out the show like I said we're on iTunes Google Play Stitcher and TuneIn Radio on Facebook at facebook.com slash magic with Zuby on Twitter at magic with Zuby on Instagram at magic with magic underscore with underscore Zuby uh, you can reach me at gmail at mtgzuby at gmail.com and check out my sponsors legitmtg.com and manatraders.com really awesome for them to support the show and continuing to support us and I guess that's about it. Uh, have a great day, everybody, okay? And stay spider-free. <laughs>